and we are back with the second hour of the conservative daily podcast if you haven't already hit that share button it's very important that you do hit the share button comment if you have lemons to give we will gladly accept them let's hand out some more lemons right now to our our raucous crowd on d live um yeah i'm fired up i'm fired up i'm so fired up i'm gonna take a shot I don't usually, you don't usually do this. Usually because when I take a shot on air, bad things happen. A little flashback to the presidential debates and the conventions. But yeah, now that that got me fired up. I hope it got all of you fired up and I hope everyone hit the share button. So here's to all of you. Rebel Yell, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. I don't know if I'll drink that again. Uh, uh, yeah, so that happened. We got to mention that this podcast is brought to you by help a segue. This podcast is brought to you by how to run for office as a Christian conservative. If you see what's happening, if you see what Fauci and his ilk are doing, not just at the national level, even just at the local level, realize a lot of these lockdowns were implemented by local health officials that if you walk by them in the grocery store, you wouldn't be able to tell who they were. Right. And a lot of times they run unopposed. If you want to take back your country, you got to start locally. And he got to know how to run for office and how to do it the right way. How to run for office as a Christian conservative is the only course that teaches you how to run for office from a biblical worldview. It's so important that you do it from that biblical worldview so you don't lose yourself and lose your faith and lose your morals in the process. Now, if you go to the website, the link in the description, www.runforoffice.training forward slash CD, and you use promo code CD10, you'll get an extra 10% off for the course's price. Great deal. So again, we have to make sure that we all glorify God through government. Yes, through government. You run for office and you become, and you, and you win, and then you glorify God through that office for such a time as this. So again, go to www.runforoffice.training forward slash CD and use CD10 for an extra 10% off on the course. Not quite sure where Joe is. Joe says he's two minutes out. Okay. Joe time, that could mean five, but he says he's two minutes out. So uh, I don't know if I have any more shots. I just found this. I found this just lying on the ground during the break and said, ah, I want to drink it. That's a dangerous habit. It's a dangerous habit to form, isn't it? It really, really is. So while we're waiting for Joe, let's uh, let's play this. This is a, a cut from Joe Scarborough saying something pretty inflammatory over the weekend, I don't know, uh, last week. I don't know if you saw this. The idea that all Trump supporters should just leave and be replaced by immigrants. Very, very strange. We're going to jump ahead to cut number nine, Mr. Producer. So let's, uh, let's play cut nine. America, love it or leave it. If you don't have respect in American democracy anymore, if you don't respect Madisonian checks and balances, if your guy doesn't win, if that's the new rules of engagement for this great republic, then just leave our country because you're unworthy of it. And there are millions of immigrants who will come here and raise their right hand and buy into the creed and believe that we are exceptional, that believe American democracy is the greatest government on the face of the earth. And they will do it proudly. They will salute the flag proudly. And most importantly, they will fight for what that flag represents. Will you shame yourself? Will you disgrace yourself? Will you disgrace our country in the eyes of the world? Yes, this is all on you. Get the facts. Live in the light. Follow the truth. 
and love this country and stop this or leave or leave. If you're going to believe a reality TV show hosts lies about the American Republic is desecration of American exceptionalism, then just get the hell out. We don't want you here. That's all I got to say. You couldn't have said it better. Well, thank actually. you. No, I really appreciate So when, if you, if you all remember, uh, Joe Scarborough fancies himself a Republican. He's not a Republican. He, he has stopped being a Republican a long time ago. If you'll remember when Barack Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, Mm, mm, mm. When he was in the White House, his wife said something that made us all scratch our heads a little bit. Go ahead, go to my screen, Mr. Producer. Here's a quote from Michelle, a Big Mike Obama. For the first time in my adult lifetime, I am really proud of my country. And not just because Barack has done well, but because I think people are hungry for change. And I have been desperate to see our country moving in that direction. So it's okay when Michelle Obama says for the first time in her adult life, she's proud of our country. But Joe Scarborough says we absolutely have to love and respect our government at any given moment. Otherwise, we get we have to get the hell out and then be replaced by immigrants. This is this is what I hate. Right. There is a theory, a conspiracy theory that makes the rounds among among other places, white supremacist groups. And it's the it's the it's the idea of white genocide or, or white replacement theory. It has lots of different names. And it's the idea. It's the theory, conspiracy theory, which. When he says stuff like this, it makes it seem really true. It's the theory that there are powerful people deliberately trying to change the demographics so that white people are no longer in power. And the goal being to replace white people as the majority in this country with brown. What can brown do for you? Well, it can help the Democrats a lot. They have that brown coalition. So the conspiracy theory is that there is a concerted effort to replace the white people in this country with immigrants. And yeah, so that, that leads to a lot of hateful language, and I don't condone that at all. But when Joe Scarborough says, if you don't like this government at this given point, get the hell out and make room for an immigrant, what do you think that does to people who believe that, that theory, that conspiracy theory? It certainly doesn't lead them to discount it. No, it, it emboldens their belief because he's literally saying exactly what they say he wants. And yeah, sure, he doesn't actually hold the strings of power, but he is up there in that deep state, in that swamp. He's with those swamp creatures, right? So when you hear that, it just makes you, it makes you cringe because it gives credence to a lot of those racist conspiracy theories, which also, if you really are honest, I mean, there are a lot of Democrats who openly say they want, they, they, like whenever the news comes out, the news comes out, it says like, white Americans will no longer be a majority by 2025 or 2028. There's always Democrats celebrating on social media. Right. So is it a conspiracy theory if Democrats are openly rejoicing or Democrats are openly advocating policies to accelerate it? Right? There's always someone in power and usually it's someone in the squad when they see that news. Oh, white people will no longer be the majority in the United States by 2028. There's always someone in the Democrat Party who's like, oh, we should we should make this happen faster because right? if you're white, you're evil. Yeah, I, I never understood it. But when you hear Scarborough saying that lending credence to that conspiracy theory. Listen, I, I guess this is what it looks like to bring the country together. I guess this is what it looks like to restore the soul of the nation. Who would have guessed? 
Who would have guessed? Mr. Producer, do we have, we got Joe yet? <clears throat> all right, I got I gotta buy a little bit more time. Okay, Joe's here, just getting all set up. Let's buy a little time. Let's watch LeBron James fake getting hurt. Have you seen this one? I got this one just if I need to fill time because it's really funny. Put up, Mr. Producer, cut ten. This is John, LeBron James flopping. Well, I caught the elbow there of Stanley Johnson as he caught the ball and gathered himself before he went up for that shot. Didn't quite see it. You see that? He didn't, no one touched him. He went up and he shot the ball. The defender is is guarding, no, no contact at all. LeBron James, ah! Oh. Well, if you think that's the only one I got, I expected that I might need to vamp a little bit longer for Joe to get in front of the mic. We got a second flop from LBJ, as they're calling him. If only they knew what LBJ actually thought about black people, they wouldn't be calling LeBron James LBJ. That's a that's a story for another time, apparently. But here's another video of LeBron James just completely flopping, almost almost like he's a European soccer player in the World Cup. Let's jump now to cut number 11, Mr. Producer. James missing again at the foul line. The whistle. James goes down hard. Oh, it's a boo-boo. Caruso and James oh, into boo-boo. Montrez Harrell. Oh, they're fighting. Into campaign and coaches leave the bench ah. area as things become a little bit contentious here. Well, it started ah. with Chris Paul blocking out LeBron James when James was up in the air on the missed free throw. And then it... Look. There's Chris Paul blocking uh, him out. And, and that got called No one foul. touched him. No one touched him. No one touched him. Loose ball foul on Chris Paul. Then there's what? an altercation. The altercation is under review. What? You saw Chris Paul... Bench clearing brawl for nothing. Joe has joined us. Joe, did you watch that live, or is this the first time you're seeing the I, I LBJ I watched flops? it live. Hey, move that closer. <laughs> listen, listen. In the uh, in the '90s, the NBA changed the rules to try and give people like Michael Jordan clearer access to the basket, so they could they could have great spectacular plays that would put people in the seats because people want to see dunks, they want to see uninterrupted layups and, and the like. To see them call that foul, I know we're not a sports channel. But to see that flagrant <laughs> fake flop, I don't know if you saw the first one. The first one was almost just as bad. To see those flops and then to see them actually give the penalty and then see the benches clear. Like, oh, LeBron James has a boo-boo. Let's, let's, let's fight him. Stunning. Stunning. Yeah, there? no, I can, I can tell you. Sorry, I'm just getting set up. Sorry I'm late, guys. I apologize. Lots of stuff going on. What... Uh, why are we on uh, that? Is that have to do oh, with the election? Or are we just no, because you you me? were late, so I was filling time. Whenever, whenever, <laughs> right. whenever, whenever you're going to be on, I, I have a couple of these clips set aside just to vamp on specific issues, and that's what I found for today. Uh, but we don't have to talk about it. It, it, it kind of speaks for itself. LeBron James is a wuss. Any other words you want to use to describe LeBron James? No, I'm, I'm not a fan. He's woke. Let's call him what he is. He's woke. Oh, I thought you were going to call him trash. Well, I would call him trash. Oh, I've, done, call him trash I've that, been off for the last four days. Ah, if you're going to call him trash, that brings us to our synonym of the day. Put up my screen, Mr. Producer. He's a mess. He's a mess. A state in which everything is out of order. Hashtag the left are a mess. All right, Joe. What do you got for us? Oh, 
So I guess we're talking about the uh, election audit updates. So I want to tell everyone we, what we, happened. We can, we can talk about that, but you haven't been on for a week, so I figure there's other things you want to talk about. We'll, we'll talk about yeah, that too. All right. So just to what? give everybody an update, I'm trying to get everything done with Votum Technologies. That should be done this week. I've been working really hard to get that, that, that across the finish line. It has not been an easy process. And anytime you go through the government, you have to file um, certain paperwork and get approvals in order to um, you know, build out a uh, tech company, I guess, where you, it, it takes time and effort. And I wanna make sure that we dot all our I's and cross all our T's. Those are things that are necessary for us to protect you and to protect the organization from any outside threats, uh, typically from, or would be from the left. So that is, that is carrying on and doing well. Um, also been get preparing for this June 24th event, the One Voice to Save America. That will happen June 24th at Bandemir Speedway. It'll start at three o'clock in the afternoon. Gates will open at one, and um, that will go until about seven or eight o'clock at night as well. So we have some national uh, talent that will be there. We'll also have a bunch of influencers from around the nation that were speaking as well. And then we are working on, uh, you know, getting to the, the place where maybe we have President Trump uh, there. Uh, can't make any sort of commitments because those commitments have made to us. And I don't believe we're far enough down the path that I could make that commitment. But um, 20,000 people are expected to be there. There will be a charge for mm -hmm. this event. And that's just uh, we'll use it as a somewhat fundraiser as well as um, an event that we can bring people together. So. It's gonna be pretty interesting, pretty pretty amazing event that we're having, 24th in Denver. Hopefully everyone can make it there. So people yeah. in the comment section are asking, what is Votum Technology? Votum Technologies is a company that we are starting up to among other things, make conservative, conservative organizations uncancelable to, to provide the technology so that conservative organizations cannot just be ripped off the internet, among other things. Yeah, but this is this is this is the company that we have been talking about for a while. The company that everyone has been asking, can they buy one share for seventeen dollars and seventy six cents? Yeah, this I is will be able to this do that. is that it, it has a name now, right? Yeah. Votum. So Votum, by the way, um, means promise or vow, and so the vow that I make to you is that I want this to be something that people invest in, not donate to. You know, I have, yes. a, I have a very big background in, in tech, a long history in tech. I've done very well in tech. I understand it very well. I have amazing teams that surround me. And this is the ability to have an M&A strategy where we can cradle to grave, build a solution that allows for us to deplatform the major platforms that are out there. Now, it doesn't mean we're gonna go build social sites or try to compete against Google. Mm -hmm. um, we may get to that place where we compete directly against Google, but more, um, partnering with some of the social uh, things that are out there, as well as building all the technology infrastructure. So the, you know, they, the AWSs of the world and some of the ancillary technology that have taken down uh, tech companies. The, the Spotify, or, uh, what is it called? Um, Shopify, having the yeah. e-commerce platform that allows for you to, to get past that. A, a well, we were using Teespring. We were using Teespring and half of our t-shirt designs get taken down yeah. for violating their terms so which yeah. it, which sucks right um brian says in the comment section when yeah, are we when are they going to be able to get a prospectus yeah so you'll have that you, you will have all of that at the same time you can't pre-release a prospectus on a cf crowdfunding environment so i, I can't release it until it's released 
Um, so we will release the Kraken <laughs> in the next couple of weeks. And again, it's something that I wish I could have done in 30 days, but everyone slows you down, everyone. Making sure mm -hmm. you have proper pieces put in place that the lawyers are looking at it, that the banks are actually underwriting it and that we're doing it the right way. And, uh, and, and we're you. still looking at uh, Susie on DLive says, are we still looking at $17.76 yes, a share? 100%. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's it, Everything is going as it should, and uh, it's taking a little bit longer, but I think that uh, it, we got to do it right. It, it is all for doing it right and making sure that we protect the, you. The, the consequences of doing it even slightly wrong, astronomical, because yeah. there are people I mean, it, out there shut who, you down. who will I mean, do it, anything to shut yeah. it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so it, I, it's taking a little longer, but it's important to protect everyone, us and you, because as soon as this thing comes up, there's going to be no shortage of people trying to stop it. Yeah. And so then, you, you know, I, I was in Texas for four days. I know I was supposed to be on with Max, but we are building out some things for Conservative Daily down in Texas. And, uh, you know, uh, so I was down there and couldn't break away um, to <clears> be on the show. So I apologize. Yeah. And uh, well, it's okay. It, lots of stuff, lots of stuff going on. So what have you been hearing? Because I know that you talk to people. You talk to Lindell's camp. You talk to other people. What have you been hearing about the Arizona audit, New Hampshire audit? What, what, what have well, you, you been hearing? You know that the beach? Arizona audit restarted today. They added yep. more tables in order to get things mm -hmm. so they can get uh, pushed along faster uh, and more efficiently. They brought in some other volunteers. They're doing a heavy amount of auditing in that environment, put up more cameras to make sure that they could watch the behaviors and then put people behind the cameras even after hours uh, to make sure that they understand what people are doing, that they're following uh, the proper protocol. And to make sure that, frankly, that anytime that someone comes in and says, hey, this was a, 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 a right-wing audit, that they can say, no, we, we've, we've followed all the rules, here's all the documentation, to get past any sort of um, uh, anything they could bring up on the on the left. So one last question before we dive mm -hmm. into it, and I promise this isn't just to pat myself on the back. Multiple people have asked on DLive almost simultaneously, how was the brisket? It was amazing. It was All good. right. So Max, <clears throat> Max is actually a very good cook. Very good yeah. cook. It was deceptively ridiculous. good. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. It was you good. were a little late, it was really good. so it was a little. Was it was a little dry, but it was good. It, it was tasted really good. good. Yeah, it tasted really well. Good. Well done. Um, I'm a, I'm a little yes. bit out of out of the loop with everything because I've been concentrating more on what's happening in the Eric Coomer case specifically. I do have an announcement to make about that. Um, so, oh, did you watch the first hour? Did you get any of the first hour while you were I out did and not. about? Uh, basically, we broke down the Wuhan lab. I took a shot. Um, got fired up. It was it was a, it was a good hour. But uh, yeah, people are in the comment section are warning you that I've been drinking. I found a shot on the floor, uh -oh. so I drank it. Um, tell us about the Eric Coomer stuff. So Eric Coomer, they their attorneys filed a motion to get expedited discovery. In other words, they wanted to get access to all the information that I had, so that they could then use that information or you know, basically play defense. Most most probably it was because they wanted to be able to throw the case out before it got any further along, and they, he was responsible for a lot of legal fees. But and uh, just to jump that, in there, wh yeah. when when someone asks for expedited discovery, 
In order for that to be granted, their case has to be so powerful that a judge concludes that they have a high likelihood of succeeding. Yes. And it's like in the best interest of everyone, let's just move this along. Let's skip right to discovery. Um, you're, they're obviously going to win. They have a very strong case. So let's let's put aside all the other BS and let them just do discovery right now. What happened with their motion for expedited discovery? It was denied. There and I sent it to you. I don't know if you want to put it up there. We, I don't. I don't have it. We uh, had a. Me. I can find it. We had a joint defense agreement with the other attorneys, and we have been able to put together a lot of legal minds across the country that, frankly, are ridiculous. Very, very smart people. Understand the Constitution very well. Understand both state and um, uh, federal law very well. And we put together an argument that says, hey, you, you don't get expedited. You don't get the, it's a shortcut. First of all, it should never be in Denver. Mm -hmm. None of us live in Denver. I live in Douglas County. Our businesses are in Douglas County. Now, all of the people that they're actually suing have no jurisdictional claim to Denver. But what they did is they started shopping jurisdiction and said, hey, we want to go to the bluest, most favorable to us environment. That's where we're actually going to file. And the judge that was on the case um, said that, well, defamation can be heard anywhere. Yeah. Go, that's not that's not the definition of 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 defamation. And so we we uh, we have another motion uh, to for a change of venue to move it to Douglas County. We have some countersuits. We have some additional lawsuits. We may try to bring in um, other parties to this as well. Um, but the to win on this grounds specifically is going to be very difficult for them to get past the anti-slap motions, which basically say, show us what you have. Yeah. And then we get to show them the things that Eric Coomer has done. He lied in a op-ed with the Denver Post. He lied in saying that it was, um, that the information that he put out there was uh, sarcasm. Um, mm -hmm. he, he lied and said that those posts weren't even him, that he didn't actually po make those posts. They're, they're, they're fabricated. And then he, That's what he and, and in doing this, saying that they're fabricated, he defamed me, which caused people to come to my house, make threats, yeah. threaten my family. Um, and then their attorneys use the national spotlight to also go out and attack me and say that I'm some right wing conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And, and by the way, if we want to go back 50 years and talk about conspiracies, the theories and the we, we, we probably should talk about the, the 500,000 pound gorilla in the room. All of those conspiracy theories <laughs> are turning out to be true. <laughs> yeah, UFOs. There's aliens. UFOs. And they're yeah. having conversations with aliens. The most disturbing part of the fact that they oh, say they're say having it. conversations with aliens is the part uh, I was telling you about, Max. I, I don't even yeah. know if I could say it here on the air. Yeah. But NASA came out and said that you will not be able to copulate with aliens. It might not be possible. <laughs> that's, the, that's what they got out of it. Hey, we're talking to Falling aliens. We've been science. talking to aliens for a while. Oh, and by the way, you cannot have sex with the aliens. Asking the important questions. <laughs> Asking the important questions. <laughs> Hats off to whoever, whoever discovered that. I want to know how they discovered it. That's even more what? important to me. Trial and error. Whew. Basic science. Well, no, science isn't real anymore. We don't actually have science. We just have Anthony Fauci saying yeah. whatever he thinks, and we all just have to believe it. Um, yeah, so no, somebody, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for them to say the swamp ape is real. Yeah, so I believe Susie the asked a question. I'm, I'm, I'm a swamp aper. I absolutely am. What, what's she Susie said? Say? Has there been sufficient funds raised for Joe's legal defense? The answer is no. 
but I'm, it's very difficult for me to ask for help. It was hard when I did it to begin with. And so I continue just to um, be grateful for those that have um, helped in the legal defense. Um, but we don't, uh, I don't promote it very much, which I guess I should, but I don't. Um, but it's been expensive, but worth it. I will tell you. Yeah. That. So you, you mentioned this important to point out that yeah. we're coming up in a point where you're going to have that, that slot motion and yeah. they're going to have to either put up or shut up. Yeah. And what they were trying to do is they were trying to get discovery before put up or shut up. Right. Hoping that right. they could get into your emails and find something that justified the hypothesis that very clearly they don't have anything to back it up yet. The idea that this was a coordinated thing between you and the president of the United States. Go, we can go to my screen, Mr. Producer. Um, you're not the lead defendant. The lead defendant is Donald J. Trump for president, Inc. at all. You're yeah. the at all. So the, the accusation is that you were conspiring with the president of the United States. And that is a pretty significant accusation and yeah. very clearly untrue. And they're hoping to get into your email accounts and find some conspiracy to prove it true. So now they're going to have to put up and sh or shut up without having first access your email. Not that it would have helped them, but it, 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 it would shows not, how weak their argument is. It would not have helped them. It would not have helped them because there was no collusion. I'll say it right now on the podcast. I have nothing to hide. The truth is the great equalizer. What we're seeing in Maricopa County, in New Hampshire, in uh, uh, Michigan, in Georgia, in states all over the country, Colorado, what we're finding is the things that I said, the models that I built, the things that I dove into even after the Eric Coomer debacle, it's all true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm either a lot, a lot clairvoyant apart, yeah. or it's true. What I said was true. Those are your two choices. It was brought to me in a dream or it's true. And, and, I, and I have to tell you, I, I wouldn't wish what I've gone through on my worst enemy. It hasn't been fun. Max, you've gotten to hear about quite a bit of it. I've been real yeah. animated. It, it puts a lot of stress on your family. Watching your kids and your wife and your be attacked is more than most people can stomach and it makes you angry. Yeah. And I'm an angry guy when, when you, when you go after my family, but now we get to this place where dominion is having a hard time explaining away all of these irregularities. There was a, where, where was it that they had in, um, where, in where was it? I'm sorry. You talking about the folding? Yeah. Where the Republicans uh, <clears throat> basically, wouldn't read the Republican ballots? Yeah, well, that was in Pennsylvania. Yes. I believe it was Pennsylvania. And that was the alleged. They, they're saying that both ballots were being turned away. But there's also people saying that it was only Republicans. Um, that's a huge red flag. I mean, anytime, we shouldn't even be in a position where we have to worry. Is the machine deliberately restricting yeah. Republican ballots? And I, I get that some of that could be confirmation bias, that we already suspect that they're doing sinister things. So anytime anything goes wrong, we just kind of connect the dots. That That's going to be at play no matter what, right? But when you have so many people saying like, oh, wow, they wouldn't let me vote, but they let their Democrats vote. Again, it, it adds some fuel to the fire. What we're seeing in New Hampshire, have you seen that with the fold? Yeah. The folding nuts. is incredible. Nuts. So... Yeah, especially so where the fold exists. <clears throat> yeah, so what what they're doing? I mean, I think I have I think I have the cuts set to go. Um, let's go to uh to cut number seven. This is you can see the New Hampshire auditors at work. Go ahead and put it up on the screen. 
auditors. So what they're doing here is a short clip. It's only like a couple of seconds. What they're doing is they're filling out fake ballots because, again, when you have a hypothesis, what you do is you test the hypothesis. That's, again, should be shock to Fauci. But when you have a hypothesis, you test the hypothesis. Yeah, don't, and don't that do that. Help, That's fake news. That will help teach you whether your hypothesis is right or not. So that video you just saw is the auditors filling out sample ballots to run mock elections. And they, they ran the elections uh, being entirely voting for Republican, entirely voting for Democrat, and then a mix. And then they also did it entirely voting Republican, entirely voting Democrat, and a mix. But either being folded or not folded. And what they're finding is that the fold... Dominion's machines, what they're finding is that the fold is causing Dominion's machines to identify the fold as a vote. I'll say that again. They're putting through 100% Republican ballots, but folding the paper on the Democrat candidate so that the fold goes through the little oval. And the machine is, is interpreting the fold as if it was a vote. I, I don't I don't even know how you can explain that away. But did you see the um, response by Dominion? What they what did they say? No, nothing to see, see here. This was an error no. on the part of the the, uh, um, the, the, the people. Was it human, yeah. human error? Yeah, human error. human error. Yeah, yeah. Everything's human error, Joe. It can't possibly be the humans that made the system. No, it's no. every other human. They're they're the only humans that deserve to be put up on a pedestal. They can do no wrong. All hail Dominion. Don't sue me, bro. We love you. No, they're the only ones who can do no wrong. Every other human is at fault except for their people and except for Eric Coomer. Eric Toomer has never made a mistake in his life. He is, he is apparently a, a Boy Scout, Girl Scout saint. Why did you have to put the Girl Scout, Boy Scout? I'm just well, curious. I, personally, I've never talked to Eric Kumar. I don't know how he identifies. I didn't want to oh, misgender. Oh, yeah, right. All right. There, there is that. And today, nowadays, boys can be Girl Scouts. It can be a thing. I, just, I don't want to misgender him. I don't want to be accused of defaming him by presuming he was a man. Yeah. Let's just put it at that. There are tons of things that we are finding out about Dominion Voting Systems, Smartmatic, and ESNS. And I want to use all three of those. But the most compelling thing that, that they've done is they've used weaponized media and technology to silence our voice. They're silencing even after we find things. What they found in Antrim County when they uncovered or cracked the code, so to speak, with those machines and found that you could manipulate the tabulation system and the system itself inside the program and you'd never be able to see it. And then yeah. we see what we have in Maricopa County where the entire data logs have been removed. They've been deleted. But that you have to go even further and say, well, if the people that are supposed to have those logins don't have them and the only people that do have them and by Dominion's own, they are the ones that came out and said yeah. that they are the ones that provided them to the uh, Board of Election. Is it Board of Commissioners? Commissioner of Election? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, the, the, uh, the County Board of Commissioners. Yeah. So th they provided it. Then they said in that statement that they would cooperate with them if they would get, um, if they would get uh, uh, qualified or certified. Yeah, certified, yeah. Yeah. So then they had to be certified. But then they said they can't certify them because they've already shown clear bias. So you yeah. can't you can't certify them because they've shown clear bias. They have the all of the information. They have the logins. 
and the databases have been deleted, who do you think would have done that? Who's responsible yeah, well, for deleting it if, if all those things are true? And they admitted those things are true. It's not hard to find and, out the fact that yeah. Dominion is just a terrible company that needs to be out of business. But it's run by big money. It's owned by a PE firm. It has huge investments from a Chinese bank across the water. These, all these things are true. But Eric Coomer is absolutely 100% he is innocent. He's not biased well, at all. Funny. He wasn't it's on funny that how call. bias works. Yeah. Bias, you're biased if, like, anyone who's taken any kind of course or even, like, high school debate classes. Right. The telltale sign that you've lost a debate is that you go to the ad hominem attack. Instead of attacking the argument, you attack the person themselves. Right. So what we see from the media, the media, is that they're calling the, what is it, cyber ninjas, they say is a QAnon supporter. That's it's what not they say. True. So that, it's not true. I know, but they they attack the individual. So, yeah, I get not a lot of people care about the debate rules, but it is a telltale sign that at least internally you believe that you're losing the debate when you attack the person and not the idea. When you say, "Oh no, the person's biased. Oh no, the person's a QAnon supporter. Oh, the person's a Trump supporter. Max, oh, they shouldn't be trusted." How how in the That's world could you, you say that they're the not biased? Argument. How in the world can you say that Eric Coomer's not biased when he puts up stuff that's like "F Trump, F the USA." Well, yeah, the thing he said about Texas right after Texas said your system is shit. Oh, hit that. Oh, we have to leave yeah. that. But right after Texas we're, we're said gonna, we're going to see if the fill in producers know how to edit. Well, <laughs> they got it. It's at uh, what is that? One thirty two. Yeah. One thirty two and change. Right after that, he's coming back from Texas and he makes fun of people in Texas because they don't like yeah. the system. This is what yeah. we're dealing so, with. You can be biased when you create the system. You can be biased when you create the security parameters. You can be biased when you are outselling the system, but you cannot be biased when you look at the system. And listen, we all want auditors to be as unbiased as, pop as possible. Here's the problem. When they talk about the certification, that's a good old boys club. It's yeah. all a club of all people who believe that they're all awesome, right? That's the kind of club where there's 10 people and every year they give one another an award, right? And they're like, oh, you're so fabulous. Oh, we love you. Like it, it, it's self congratulating, right? I don't want to be in that club. I don't want any auditors in that club because up until this point, those auditors have all said that the, that the system is infallible. When the minute you get someone outside the club to look at it, they say, well, what, what, what do you mean? Look, this is missing. Look, look, someone got into the logs, like in Antrim, someone got into the logs, uh, the day after, two days after the election and just deleted. It's the only election where we cannot see the log. Oh no, 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 don't look at that. Oh, well the logs are missing in, Maricopa County. Oh, no, don't look at that. Oh, well, when you fold a ballot, it interprets it as a vote. And the ballots were all folded with a Democrat being on the fold. Oh, no, no, don't look at that. Right. I don't want anyone in that good old boys club. I don't want anyone with the yeah. certification with, with uh, what was it? The CISA, whatever the certification is. I don't want anyone involved in that. I want outside investigators who, yeah, yeah. You know what? If anyone at this point who says, yeah, I want it, I want to investigate the election, they happen to be a Trump supporter, because despite the fact that the left claims this was the most secure election ever, none of them want to actually look at it. No, they don't. If a leftist stepped forward and said this was the most secure election ever and I'm going to prove it to you, that'd be one thing. But they're all saying this is the most secure election ever and I don't want you to even look into it. Well, and they've spent saying. they've spent tens of millions of dollars stopping what's happening in Maricopa County from happening. And the further you get down the rabbit hole, the more information you discover. We are not going to have safe and secure elections in this country until we get rid of Dominion voting systems completely. 
And if that means yeah. we go to a paper ballot system and we count every ballot and we do it all day long and all night long and we make sure you have to have an ID, that's not Jim Crow laws. That's protecting the voice of the American people of every race. But they want to demonize, yeah. demonize white people and they want to sell us a narrative that minorities only support Democrats. That's not true. A vast majority of minorities are waking up thinking to themselves, this isn't the America I want to grow up in. This isn't the America that I want my kids to have opportunity in. We, we, we are yeah. winning this battle. We are winning this war. But it's going to take more from us standing up, being vocal, and, and, and speaking with courage. We're going to have to do yeah. that. And the cancel culture and the social justice warriors and the BLM and Antifa and all the terrorists of the left need to be pushed out. And I'm not even telling you running them back to their basement. They are the ones that need to be reprogrammed. This is what the sacrifice yeah. looked like for the last 250 years. Get on board or get out. But instead, yeah, you got wait. Joe Scarborough standing on TV saying, if you don't like it and you don't want to follow democracy, this isn't democracy, you clown. Yeah, we this played that before you got so on. What? We played that right before you got on. Yeah. Um, basically saying, if you don't like the country at this given moment, you can leave and we're going to replace you with immigrants. Yeah, yeah. You, talk about, you talk about the need for paper-based ballots. Yeah. And I get it. You mitigate the risk. There will always be a risk. Nothing is totally secure. But the whole goal in everything you do is to mitigate the risks as much as possible, which right. is why I'm proud to again mention that this is sponsored by Airmake Care Network. And if you want to mitigate the risk of hospitalization, of the costs of hospitalization, especially if you spend a lot of time outdoors or you live in a remote area, you have a, a lake house, a mountain cabin, whatever. If you want to mitigate the, the risk, the cost risk of having to be airlifted, Airmake Care Network is the way to go for as low as $85 a year. And it gets lower if you're a senior citizen. It gets low if you, lower if you buy three or five years at a time. But one year, $85. That protects your entire family should disaster strike and any of the people in your household need to be airlifted to a hospital. We've talked on the show with people over the last couple of weeks, 20000 30000 $50,000 just to take a, a helicopter flight one town to another to get to the hospital. And listen, it's not just living or spending time out in the middle of nowhere. In the suburbs, if, if disaster strikes and, and there's rush hour traffic and there's a there's a pileup, yeah, you're going to need to be airlifted too. But if you have AirMed Care Network and you get flown by an AMCN provider, you will not pay a cent. AMCN providers fly over 100,000 patients a year. This really is coverage that you all should have. It's just common sense. So again, Check out the link in our description. You're going to want to go to www.airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And you want to use the promo code daily. You'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on what plan you buy. It's free money. So again, go to www.airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. All right. Well, so did, everyone, did asked were... for the, everyone asked for the link to oh, uh, donate. And so I'm putting it out there. If you could put it out there on Facebook, I put it yeah, out on the I'll other put it on, I'll put it but, on Facebook. Uh, it's an old link. We, and because I haven't done anything with it in the last three or four months, yeah, it has gotten pretty expensive. But the, the, and again, when I say that it's worth it, it's worth it. Fighting for the American voice is worth it. It just yeah. is. This, just as the sacrifices that have been made over the last 200 years. I am, d did you hear what AOC said? Did you guys hear what AOC no. said? That well, she says a lot of things because of what the said. of what happened on January 6th, that people in Congress have done the equivalent of of serving in war. 
and that she mm -hmm. has to go. This is, I, I kid you not. She wasn't even in the building. And then she has to go to counseling now to get over what happened. But she, she lies. She's a liar. The she left are liars. She wasn't there. They're, they're pedophiles, the rapists, and closet racists. That's what they are. You will not there get another go. word from me otherwise. They were, she wasn't even there. She was in but the office building. that was a huge building. story. It was a huge story that they are, that they're peddling now, that now congressmen and women are now the equivalent of soldiers in the U.S. military. I know of many soldiers that would disagree with that. I know of one that's sitting yeah. in the other room right now uh, being trained on this system that would definitely disagree. He's shaking his head. Yep, yep. Yeah, she's a clown. Did you see that story, though, Max? Did you guys see that story? Well, I didn't. PTSD can manifest. Like, you can have PTSD from anything, right? It doesn't have to be service. So I don't want to discount the fact that someone could have felt very anxious. She wasn't in the building. So if she has PTSD from being in a building that no one stormed into, that's a little suspect. But to say that you're the same as, as a serviceman, that's different than saying I'm suffering from post-traumatic stress. That's saying you're the same, and you're not, right? Cops suffer PTSD. Yeah. From when they have to discharge their, their duty revolver, their duty sidearm. And, and cops won't say that they're the same as soldiers. No, you're not supposed to say that because unless you serve in uniform, you never truly know what it's like to to watch your 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 friends fall in battle. You, you, you never know what it's like. Right. So for AOC, again, a very idiotic Boston University graduate. Not saying that there's a there's a, a comparison there. I, I think it has to do with her pedigree. BU sucks. Um, for her to say that she is like <laughs> From a, a BC guy. Yeah. <laughs> to say that she is like a soldier. Again, that's just that's way too far. Way, way too far. Yeah, I found it interesting. And we, I and stayed we, away and from we have that. Just, just so Go everyone knows. I stayed talking. away from all things political, all things news for the last four days. I stayed away from it completely. And I knew I had to jump back in it today, but I, so I had to bring myself up to speed. But after we got the ruling for uh, against Coomer, I didn't want to deal with anything other than just celebrating for the weekend. So that's yeah. what I did. Well, look at that face right there. Look at that. Look at that punum. She looks like she just saw combat. And she's learning <laughs> to slow down. She's yeah. pretty slow. I don't down. know how much slower you can get. She's pretty slow. Pauses. The, the 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 stage directions would be pauses on capital steps for emotional photograph. Yeah, that's about as slow as it gets. Look at that punum. I'll drink a Starbucks. Yeah, I wouldn't touch a Starbucks. Of course. I, of course. I would not touch a Starbucks. I'm going to take that down. I drove past 100 Starbucks in your area, Max, in San Antonio. That's a lot of Starbucks. And did not stop yeah. at one of them. I walked into a, star, a, a coffee store, and I looked mm -hmm. over – and it said, Black Lives Matter. And I went, oh, not going here either. I said it out loud. And the woman on the counter looked at me. She's like, well, not all of us feel that way. And I go, it's not that I don't think that Black Lives Matter. It's that I, don't, I can't support an organization and what they stand for. It's a Marxist communist ideology. It's designed to keep you behind that counter serving coffee for the rest of your life. There is no opportunity for you. Yeah. And I said, have a nice day. And I walked out. Went to the next coffee shop, had a nice cup of joe. It was great. But it wasn't a Starbucks. That sounds great. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, most of us, 
we either make coffee at our house or well, there's a lot of Krispy Kremes down here. Um, Did they take we tend a stand? to go to those? No, but they're also giving out the free donuts for the COVID vaccine. So I'm not sure how I feel about them either. I'm out. Um, nope. yeah. Boycott. <clears throat> Boycott. <laughs> Why are private no. <laughs> businesses getting into virtue signaling over a vaccine? Why? They shouldn't. Why? Why is that even a thing? Why are we even having a conversation about it? Why? I just want to know. Somebody call up and tell me why businesses should get involved in virtue signaling or taking a position. Please tell me. Because I do know they that should. before I stepped down as a CEO, we had people on the left, people on the right, people on in every walk of life working for the company. And we always said, look, I accept you where you are and not where I want you to be. I used to tell people to do the same thing. Never had a fight, Max, in nine years, never had a fight in the company ever once over politics. And people got along swimmingly. They still do. And because we don't, it's not about politics. It's personal opinion. That's how you feel. That's the ideology. Just don't shove it down anyone else's throat. But yeah, now we have companies coming out saying, oh, you need to take the vaccine. For what? It's killing more people than any vaccine has in the last 20 years. That's fact. Well, and they want uh, you to keep taking it. I, I, I did a whole episode last week on that isn't yet, yet fact. What we know is that more people have died after getting the vaccine than have ever been reported dying after getting any other vaccine. But we do not yet know that people have died because of the vaccine. We right. don't yet know that. We, and, and when they say that more people have died after getting the vaccine than the previous 14 years combined, that's true because they've they've put out millions more doses of vaccines. So we don't yet know the causation. There's a correlation, but also the average age of someone dying after the vaccination is still in their mid seventies. Yeah. But w so what about, vac have to wait what for about the, vaccine the injured? Because that number is no, that, ginormous. Yeah. No, I'm, about I, again, I'm vaccine injured. I, I've gotten a weird reaction to the tetanus shot that exists. Absolutely. Anaphylaxis yeah. exists with any, there's always going to be someone who's allergic to something out there, right? You, you name me something we put in our bodies. There's someone who's allergic to it. Um, that's true. We just don't why, know yet. Why, why would you have to put up a, why would you have to put a vaccine out there that has heavy metals in it? That is, you know, some of the toxins that are in it are actually listed as things that you should never put in your body. How, how is it? You can have a RDNA, uh, or excuse me, an RNA, uh, uh, footprint and sell it as a vaccine when that not, is not technically what a vaccine is. How is that possible? Oh, there's lots of questions about it. All I'm saying is, is the, the notion that the vaccine has killed people. We don't yet know that yet. We know it's a non-zero number. We know that some, certain people have had right. anaphylactic reactions and have died. We do not know whether the 44 some odd number that we see circulating is everyone dying because of the vaccine. Because listen, we, we went after the left when they did this, when they claimed everyone who got COVID died from COVID. There were people getting in, in motorcycle crashes and falling off roofs and shooting themselves in the head. And because they tested positive for COVID, they said it was a COVID death. Got to be very clear, very careful not to make the same mistakes here. Correct. So we'll know sooner, sooner rather than later. We'll know. But uh, can't say for sure yet. Well, I find it interesting that all the things that we're fighting today, it, with all the things we're fighting with the vaccine, with voter integrity, with the Antifa, which, by the way, Antifa is now taking on a new shape. I don't know if you know this, but they're coming out and wrapping themselves up in the we don't care what political affiliation you are. Let's all come together. Kumbaya. Under the Antifa. Antifa. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're they're trying now to be the softer, kindler. Hey, we're not Antifa. And then when you figure out that they're, they're rebranding, Antifa, what? They're rebranding. They're rebranding. They're rebranding themselves a different organization so that they can infiltrate and try to bring people that are conservative to the middle and say, "Don't you just all want to get along? We will never get along with Antifa. We'll never get along with you. We may kick your teeth in, yeah, but we'll never get along with you." Now you could come to our side. And actually recognize that election integrity means something and gender fluidity is recruiting kids to be gay in second and third grade and it's disgusting vile and should never be done we could talk about critical race theory being a tool of division to destroy minority communities because that's what it does we could talk about all those things we could talk about the fact that in every democrat controlled environment education standards have dropped nearly 40 50 percent not my not not that's not me saying it that's looking at the testing scores coming yeah. back where kids in as in third grade all the way up to to high school are graduating with a efficiency exam that says oh i'm sorry you didn't pass it you can still pass it you still graduate high school they are passing people with straight f's through high school letting them walk the stage so at that tell me how you should be talking to us about what ethics and morals look like when the drug addiction rate in this country is nearly tripled homelessness is on an all-time high we now have aliens that you cannot have sex with sorry to break that to you you can't have sex with them but you you keep repeating this like you're upset i I mean it it sounds like the right (laughs) thing to not to do honestly no but you're bringing it up to the point where it sounds like you're a little bummed out (laughs) i just don't understand why we would even give them any just any at all any ability to even have a voice Oh, that's right. We don't. Big tech does. The media does to daze and confuse and divide. The stupidest people among us are the ones speaking. Present company uh, excluded. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. Um, No, no, it's uh, it's it's pretty incredible that all of this is happening. Um, uh, uh, Did you see what the CDC said with uh, you see what the CDC said with the testing for coronavirus? No. Do you see this? Um, so go to my screen, Mr. Producer. They've changed the thresholds. Um, they've changed the thresholds for what constitutes. So remember, we've talked about this on the podcast a lot with the cycles. When you have when you have the PCR test or the other test, how many cycles you put it through. And when you put something through more cycles than recommended, then you have the high likelihood of a false positive, right? So they've changed, they've changed the, the standards for testing people who have already been vaccinated. And they're also, they've also changed the reporting standards for what happens when someone who has been vaccinated and tests positive. They call these breakthrough cases, people who have been vaccinated but still test positive. This happens with everything, right? There right. Are pe- no matter what, nothing is 100% effective. There are people who take aspirin and still have heart attacks. Right. Nothing is completely effective. And you always want to study the breakthrough cases, understand why something isn't effective. But they're changing the definition. So they are now no longer going to report COVID-19 breakthrough cases. People have been vaccinated but tested positive after the fact. Unless you have been hospitalized for COVID-19. And unless you test positive, I believe it's 28 cycles. So remember, back in the last year, they were running it at, what, 40 cycles? which increases the likelihood that the test will find something else it will mischaracterize as COVID-19. They'll find the common cold. They'll find the flu. When you run that many cycles, 
things start looking like other things. And it's very hard to say with certainty that it is COVID-19 and not something else that looks like COVID-19. So changing the reporting requirements and they're changing the tests. So I wanted, I was talking to someone today and they brought me through this hypothetical. So this is, this is put out by Zero Hedge. I wanna read this off to show you what this means. Person A, person A has not been vaccinated. Let me zoom in. In, in, this, in this scenario, person A has not been vaccinated. Uh, zoom in right there. Here we go. Person A has not been vaccinated. They test positive for COVID-19 using a PCR test at 40 cycles. And despite having no symptoms, they are officially a COVID case. So if they haven't gotten vaccinated, they run their test at 40 cycles. It comes back positive. They are added to the list of COVID cases. Person B has yep. been vaccinated. They test positive at 28 cycles and spend six weeks bedridden with a high fever. But because they never went into a hospital, they didn't die and they didn't die. They are not a COVID case. So even testing positive at a, at a, a less prone to false positives, 28 cycles, they wouldn't be counted because they never went into the hospital. And then here, person C was also vaccinated, did die. After weeks in the hospital with a high fever and respiratory problems, only their positive PCR test was 29 cycles. So they're not officially a COVID case either. So they're creating a system where no, they will not even report COVID cases among vaccinated people because so if it's over 28 cycles, it doesn't count. If they're not hospitalized, it doesn't count. The only thing that counts is if you aren't vaccinated. What? what? what what's, what's going on? None of this makes sense. So it's it's designed to protect the pharma companies from any liability, even though they're given immunity of sorts, and then the government picks up any sort of vaccine injured cases. They get to decide what you get. They don't. Well, this wouldn't be vaccine injury. This would just be breakthrough that it wasn't one hundred percent effective. Like when they say ninety five percent effective, when you hear that, that means five percent aren't going to be effective. You're, you're 95 so they're not even going to record the 5% on a, on a virus that has a 99.9% survival rate. Yeah, but they're not even counting the 5% now. So they're admitting that there's 5% out there who are getting sick anyway, but they're refusing to count it unless a very narrow set of circumstances are true and a okay, narrow you, set of variables are true. Do you remember that uh, pain medicine that um, killed people with a heart attack in the 90s? Do you remember that? No, no. What was it? I don't, I don't, I, I vaguely. Vioxx. Okay. So, um, in 2004, Vioxx, actually 2004, Vioxx had a increased risk of serious cardiovascular events as a stri stroke or heart attack. Um, so Merck agreed to pay $4.85 billion and thousands of lawsuits. This is in 2004. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. You, you you start looking at all of these different companies that are drug manufacturers that put stuff out in the marketplace that kills people. The There was only a couple thousand lawsuits for this product. But they knew that that was one of the risks of taking this product. And here we are dealing with a couple thousand deaths. And it's as widely used as Vioxx was. Right? It's true. Probably more so. Probably more, more so, so. Vioxx was more so. No, probably the, this vaccine is more so. I mean, they vaccinated hundreds of millions of people worldwide. Hundreds of millions of people worldwide. And there's seven billion yes. people in the world. Well, no, I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying that I don't think Vioxx had that kind of market share. 
I don't think I don't think they, they you'd be talking about twenty five percent of like Texas having taking Vioxx. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I think that probably there's more shots in arms than there were was Vioxx in stomachs. If that makes sense. Yeah. So by the way, in nineteen ninety nine, FDA approved Vioxx, and yet four years later, five years later, it killed thousands of people. You see what I'm talking about? I mean, you see what the correlation? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get you to. To walk this path with well, me, we're, we're dealing with a, a massive amount of... We can, we, we can walk the path, but we have to be very careful that we don't just say that because something happened in one case, that means it happened here. No, it I just mean, means it's important that the drug manufacturers will hide as much information as possible. That's what it means. Yeah. The, the pharma companies are... The one thing they all have in common, top six pharma companies in the world, one thing that they have in common, what is it, Max? They're all felons. Uh, they're all based in the United States. They're all felons. They're all well, they the all have paid can't be billions. A felon, but they could be run by felons. No, they're all felons. In other words, if that drug company was a person, it would be serving yeah, multiple okay. life sentences. Every single one of them would be serving multiple life sentences for murder. Yet the big pharma companies have gotten away with writing big checks for a billion, couple billion dollars, hoping they don't get caught. That is truly what has happened in our country. That that is what they have done. They have turned us into lab rats. They have turned us into slaves. I'm, I'm no de- I'm no defender of big pharma. I'm no defender of big pharma whatsoever. Um, but just because a, some some medications were had horrible side effects that they had doesn't mean that all medications are suspect, right? Um, I didn't say I didn't say that uh, all me- medications are suspect. But the companies that actually put those medications out, most of them, if not all of them, are suspect. That's truth. Okay, all, all, all I'm pointing out is is that it, just because one pill was taken off the market because they had side effects doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that COVID nineteen vaccines are killing forty four hundred people already, right? We we need to actually dive in, and this this means autopsies, right? It means actual statistical analyses, right? Because right now, if you're eighty six years old and you get vaccinated, right, in the next I think next two weeks. There's going to be 40,000 86-year-olds who die just from natural causes, right? So when you vaccinate all the 86-year-olds and then you have 86-year-olds dying because that's just what happens as part of life, you don't just say that the, the vaccine killed all the 86-year-olds. Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand. There's a little bit more analysis that needs to be done. Okay. With, with that said, with the, the 86-year-olds getting the vaccines, we are dealing with a vaccine that we don't know anything about that hasn't gone through many, very many studies. You have a 99% success rate. They're now lifting mask mandates. Yeah. And yet they are. it's only five months after the election. I still want to tie everything back to a coup based on the people in our... Oh, it's all suspect. All of it. But what the I mean, left says is no it's all coincidence. The, the mask, the mask this is mandate, a coincidence. The mask That's mandate being lifted. They lifted the mask mandate right after the bad jobs report, right? So there, there's ob, abs, absolutely a connection there. Right. Like, without a doubt, it, it was boom, boom, one after the other. Sorry, keep going. Well, and, and it's the same thing we talk about with nearly every other part of our existence. Every part of what we're doing now is tied back to the left's manipulation of pretty much everything. And it's tied back to the manipulation of media and the manipulation of big tech. I'm still serving a 30-day suspension for calling someone trash while that same person said he wanted to bash my head in and terrorize my family. And he didn't get blocked at all. Not one. 
He can say whatever he wants. Yeah. Now, I do appreciate all the people that came to uh, my defense and shut him down. I did see that he made his entire um, profile private. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, that that'll happen. That'll absolutely happen. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see. We're we got to wait for all of the numbers. Again, people keep saying stop being pro-vax. I'm not being pro-vax. I'm being pro-statistics. Um, we just we need to we need to be firmly grasped in <sighs> statistics because we really did go hard against Democrats for labeling everyone with COVID as dying from COVID. Right. We we need to make sure we don't fall into the same the same mistakes. Yes, we can. And, and, I mean, you could say no, you want, you're not we, going to, but I can. You got to be better. Okay. Better than what? Better than the trash that the left represents? I am better. I don't trust them at all. I don't trust anything that they say. They could tell me that that wall in front of me is green, and I would go, mm, not green. Why? Because a lefty told me it was. It can't be green if a lefty said it's green. I can say that because they lie about everything. They're sociopathic. But there's a difference, though, between saying I disagree with the with the wall being green and saying that forty four hundred people that you don't know their names have all died from a specific cause when they probably had any number of other ailments, any other other number of preconditions. The yeah. average age is seventy six, seventy seven, seventy eight. So it's right there at the at the life expectancy. There's just a little bit more needs to go into it. And uh, that's not to say that you, you should automatically trust anything that comes out by a big pharma company, but we should, we should be better than the lying left. We, we, we can be. And, right. uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to just go and justify the means that we should do the same thing they did to achieve policy objectives. I think that we should, we, we can win without stooping to their, to their levels. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, I'd like to say that what you're telling me is accurate, but you know, I I think that we have to fight fire with fire. We have to be more concise on what we say and how we say it. And we need to make sure that the world knows that the left are liars, that they spend all of their time trying to figure out how they can deceive, lie, steal, cheat. That's what they represent. That's who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we will absolutely agree on that. Well, Joe, you are back in the seat for the first time in a week and time flies when you're back in the seat. We are already through our second hour. So any, any final words for the people before we wrap up? Courage is more infectious than fear. I promise I will start doing some reading tonight. I'm out for the last four or five days. I even told people that called me, text me and emailed me, come back and talk to me on Monday. I am not thinking about anything other than riding a bird and you know, those little scooters. And shooting around wow. San Antonio, looking at properties, and and uh, just enjoying my time with my family. So, I will be back. When you said riding uh, a bird. When you said riding a bird, I thought you meant like the end scene from Lord of the Rings. But no, <laughs> you just meant scooters. No, scooters. you just meant scooters. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, please do make sure you sign up for the audio version of the podcast. That's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean. Um, we also go live on Facebook, DLive, conservative-daily.com, and Twitch because I still don't know we're there. We actually have 100 followers on Twitch now. So if you use Twitch, feel free to watch us over there until they figure out that we're there, and then we'll probably be banned. Um, haven't done a weekend podcast in a while. I don't know if we're going to keep doing the weekend podcast. I think we're just going to do special – I'm going to do special edition podcasts. 
I have a couple ideas, so stay tuned for that. It's just the weekends are so hard to, to block out time for, um, especially now that the weather is getting nice. I'm not sure if I can commit to weekend podcasts, but I want to do special edition podcasts outside of what we do just with current events. So stay tuned. I have a couple ideas for that. Um, so again, just check out all the links in the description. Joe did post the donation link for his legal fight. So if you if you feel so inclined, do donate there. There's also a donation link for Conservative Daily. And make sure you check out all of our sponsors as well, How to Run for Office as a Christian Conservative and Air Make Care Network. Yeah, so again, so, that's going to be it for this edition. So oh, so also, you know, we, we are discussing kind of splitting up the hour during the 12 to 1 o'clock and then doing another one at 5 o'clock at night um, as well. So there's, there's some talks about changing up uh, – the uh, time frames. We'll see how it goes, but uh, and if you have any comments on that, please leave them in the comments below. But just giving us yeah, the we ability. did this time. We we picked this time when everyone was was under lockdown, right? Yeah. So now that people are back at work, does it make sense? We'll have to see. Um, but we are actively considering that. But in the meantime, we are still live at one at two p.m. Eastern. So make sure you follow us and watch us when we go live. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire, and my name is Joe Oltman. And remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.